But we can do no more than pass through these rooms and their sudden chills, where once a plea was entered almost unintentionally that seemed at last to reveal ourselves to ourselves, immaculate, bereft, deserving to be found, Dean Young. Paul Asta is a bookbinder and an MFA candidate in poetry at Indiana University Bloomington. He was born in South Korea and raised in the Chicago suburbs. His work has appeared or is forthcoming in Ninth Letter, Hobart, Word Riot, Dostoevsky Wannabe, and others. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinistorsi. Paul, what poems have you brought us? Lullaby for the Wandering Child. Tell him he was born a goldfish, and you called him marmalade because his tail fin reminded you of your grandmother's butter knife inserted and spun about the jar, which she held with a loose grip and trembling hands. And it wasn't the mess afterwards that worried you. It was the pouring and the tremble, the way the light came in through the kitchen window and the jar of marmalade glowed clandestine and ricocheted amber all over the blue kitchen walls. And when he asks why he was born a goldfish, tell him how you held him to the sky, hoping the sky would seem miraculous, jubilant even, how quickly the night approaches. And though he will find no answers in the stars, and though this will not comfort him, tell him he was a small boy with mercurial features born in equinox, that you found him on land that was no good, the dirt trodden, the grass raised from gravel, the gravel too dense to walk on, and tell him how the sky that day was cut from its stalk, and he stood before you like a bird with both wings broken, a violin in the rain slowly pulled against the landscape. And when he is done asking his questions, and when you find there is nothing left to say, send him down to the water and let him find his own way home. The Great American Road Trip, or ordering food while my father uses the bathroom at Olive Garden on our road trip to the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York, for the first time. Dear waiter, it's true. Casey struck out. But they forgot to say the pitcher used steroids, used historical revisionism before historical revisionism was banned from the game. My father tells me the game was so much different back then. My father, who built a shrine to Koufax, worships it four nights a week, kisses the top's rookie card as he walks out of the basement, tipping his cap like Joe Torrey coming out of the dugout. Tells me before I was born he hoped I would be a lefty so I could throw like a god. But this thunderous arm tops out at 68 miles per hour, and the only pitch thrown with any consistency is a suggestion to stop at the Circle K coming up at the next highway exit. If you were to meet my father, he would tell you he was never a fan of Mantle or Jackson or even the long ball. Instead, give him the painters the Carltons, the Palmers, the Seavers. Give him a pitcher of Coors Light and watch him take balls at the cages. Give him a scorecard in the remote and watch him as he falls asleep all the way until the all-star break. 
This, the same father that crowds the plate when he's ahead in the count with endless salad and breadsticks. And I, less than a Nicaro, less than a Ryan, I, the right-handed failure, am relegated to the first baseman's glove, the partial Vulcan salute, to the grounds crew and batting cleanup for the dinner table, to acrobatic feats I cannot perform. Another double play, another strikeout, another 57 games until this season's over. You've been listening to Poems by Paul Asta on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus-Dorsey.